Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Finest beers served anywhere proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Pat's Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pat's Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pat's Blue Ribbon. Pat's Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served anywhere. What'll you have? Pat's Blue Ribbon. And now, the life of Riley. Chester A. Riley's marriage is a relatively smooth one. That's because Riley, keen student of the female mind that he is, operates on the principle that what his wife doesn't know won't hurt him. For instance, the other day... Now, you understand, Riley... Tell Mr. Simpkins I want the vase wired for a lamp and to drill a hole in the bottom for the wires. You understand? Yes, I understand. I understand. Now, you wait there while he does it. Now, here's five dollars. Yeah, five bucks just to drill a little hole. I'll do it for you for nothing, Peg. No, thank you. That vase is genuine Wedgwood, and I don't want anything to happen to it. But I tell you, I can fix it, Peg. It... No, sure. Like you fix the gas stove. Someday we'll all be asphyxiated. I don't know what you did to it, but That believe... stove works perfect. All you got to do is remember one little thing. When you want the gas turned on, you turn it off. And when you want to turn it off, you turn it on. <laughs> what could be simpler than that? You better take the vase into Simpson. Well, why don't you let me fix it? I, I don't see the point of paying $5 to make a lamp out of a vase you can pick up in any junk shop for 50 cents. 50 cents? That vase is worth at least $50. I've had it over 20 years. And if it got cracked, I'd never forgive myself. You've had me 20 years, and you worry more about the vase being cracked than you do about me. Dear, you were cracked when I married you. Now, let's see. I think I'll use the five-eighths of an inch bit. And, uh... Hi, Pop. What you doing? No, hi, Junior. I'm going to drill some holes in this here vase. But Mom said to take it to Simpson. Yeah, I know what she said. I can hear like a like an eagle. He gave you five dollars. <laughs> I think someone needs this dough more than Simpsons, me. <laughs> oh, Pop, if Mom finds but out... she won't. Only you and me knows about this, and we can trust us. Pop, that's stealing. Junior, I don't like to hear that kind of talk. If a man steals five dollars from a stranger, he's a crook. But if he 
steals it from his wife, he's a genius. Can I get half? Half for what? You're not squealing. Why, that's stealing. Oh, Pop, I'm just a genius like you. I get 250. No 14-year-old genius who inherited his dream for me is worth 250. I'll, uh, I'll give you a buck here. Thanks, Pop. Now I can mail away for that camera I want. Well, you don't need a camera. The way you're going, you're going to have three pictures of yourself in the post office. <laughs> Here, hold the base, Jimmy. Okay. Now, hold it tight now. Brace it against your stomach. Yeah. Pop, it's cracking. It's not cracking. You better take it to Simpson. I know what I'm doing. It is cracking. Look, will you do what you're told and hold that vase? I don't need your advice to make a hole. I got a head. <laughs> now, hold it. Okay. Now look what you've done. You held it too tight. <laughs> I didn't do it. You did it. I told you it was cracking. Boy, are you going to catch it from Mom? What do you mean, I'll catch it? Remember, you're in this just as deep as I am. <laughs> but I think we can get away with it. Here, hand me that glue. See the pieces hold? Yeah, I think so. We'll, we'll put it back on the mantle and lean it against the wall. Whatever you do, don't bang the door. Pop. Yeah. Here's your dollar back. <laughs> what for? I resigned from the organization. You're in this one alone. Some boy I got. I raised him to be a good citizen, and then when the chips are down, he turns on us. <laughs> You, you, you're back early. Oh, why are you surprised? Didn't you expect me? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Always glad to have you drop in. I mean, uh, the, uh, come in again sometime. I, I mean... Oh, thank uh, you. What's the matter with you anyway? Oh, oh nothing. N not a thing, Dumplin, dearest. Nothing's wrong, eh, Junior? <laughs> How should I know? Uh, <laughs> Riley, the vase. I'll bet you didn't take it over to the lamp shop like I told you. Yeah, I, I took it. I took it. Only, only, only the guy said it's, it's too fragile to drill holes. It might crack. And, and... Oh. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I didn't let you fool around with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just use it for flowers. Yeah, okay. Uh, supper ready, Peg? In a little while. Let me rest a minute, will you? Oh, oh, say, do me a favor. Turn off the gas under the potatoes. You, you want to turn the gas off because you want it off, or you want to turn it off because you want it on? The potatoes are done. I want it off. Well, why didn't you say so? Junior, go turn the gas on. <laughs> okay, Pop. Oh, that stove will drive me crazy. You'll just have to buy a new one. That stove is good for ten years yet. That's not what the man from the gas company said. He said it's liable to blow up in my face one of these days. Ah, they always say that. I'll believe it when it happens. <laughs> well, I want a new stove and I'm going to get one, you hear? Hmm? Oh, Riley, will you put that paper down? I'm talking to you. Hmm, what do you know about that? Oh, will you please put down yeah, the I'm paper? Listening, I'm, listening, I'm listening. Now, I've made up my mind. I'm getting a stove. We'll pay it off. I'm going to take $3 out of your pay every week for it, and I don't want to hear any arguments. Well, now, who's arguing? You should have a new stove. That old stove just don't do justice to your cooking and baking. Mm -hmm. Now, now you take that chocolate cake you made. Why? What are you up 
too. Nothing. Can't I compliment you on your bacon? We've been married 18 years. You never have before. Well, you know me. I'm bashful. <laughs> <laughs> but that chocolate cake you make, why, why, that's the best cake I ever had in my whole mouth. <laughs> it deserves a prize. Well, they're not handing out prizes for chocolate cake. Now, about the stove. Oh, I'm... yes, they are. It says here in the paper, the Golden State Flour Company is holding a contest. You use their flour to bake a cake, and the best cake gets a prize. Now, why don't you enter that, thing? Oh, don't be silly. Oh, come on. Why don't you? What do you say, eh? Why are you so anxious to get me in this contest? Because I want to be proud of you. I, I want everybody to know how talented and wonderful you are. Besides, the first prize is a new stove. <laughs> so that's it. Well, don't you want a new stove? Yes, and you're going to buy me one. Well, I'll tell you what. You enter the contest. If you don't win, I'll buy you a stove. You mean that? Peg, did I ever lie to you? <sighs> well, there it is. Oh, Dumplin', that's the most gorgeous cake I've ever seen. Mm. Don't touch. Oh, just a taste of the icing. Huh? Hands off. Well, can I lick the pan? Hmm? Oh, here. Mm, mm. Oh, is this delicious. Mm. Well, it ought to be. I baked three cakes before it came out all right. Oh, I'm exhausted. It's worth it. Where do you get that new stove? I, I saw it on display. All electric. You'll love it. And how proud I'll be knowing you're bending over a nice new hot stove. <laughs> well, thanks, big-hearted. Now, you better get this cake down to the contest oh, office. Yeah, tonight's the deadline. Uh, w watch out putting it in that box. Yes, I, I will. Uh, there. It, it should be all right. But please be careful. Oh, don't worry. Now, wait for a bus that isn't crowded. Get a seat in the rear. Hold the cake on your lap with two hands. All right, and... all right, all right. Honestly, you, you treat me like I was a kid. According to you, I can't do nothing right. Yesterday you told me I can't drill a simple little hole in a vase, and now I don't know how to take a bus. Oh, don't be so sensitive. Well, I'm not a kid. I'm a grown man with two children. So don't tell me I can't do anything right. <laughs> All right. Now, here. Now, please. Be very, very careful with it. Okay, how many times do you have to tell me? Bye. Now, don't forget. Take a bus that isn't crowded. Yeah. Hiya, Pop. Oh, uh, Junior. Where's your bike? Right there on the lawn. But, Pop... Well, bring it here, Junior. But Mom said to take the bus. Never mind what she said. A dime don't grow on trees. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> But, but, Pop, she I said... I know what she said. That don't mean I have to do it. I don't have to take orders from her. I'm the boss in this house. I do what I want. And don't you dare tell her. <laughs> but, Pop, you, you can't ride so good. Who can't ride? <laughs> you just watch me. I'll, I'll put the cake in the basket here. Now, hold the bike steady while I get on. Pop! Okay, now watch me. Here I go. <laughs> hey, you watching, Junior? Look! No hands! <laughs> no cake. I told you, Pop. What 
don't you look where you're going? Right in the garbage can. What stupid jerk left the garbage can in the middle of the street? You did. <laughs> Just watch out who you're calling a jerk. <laughs> Let me open the box. Oh, look, now it's a crumb cake. <laughs> oh, gee, it's all smashed. Boy, if your mother finds out about this, are we in trouble? We? What did I do? Well, it was your bike. <laughs> you better go tell her. No, no, I fooled her with the vase. I can do it with the cake. Hide it somewhere, Junior. Read it later, huh? What's the contest? Well, you, you, your poor mother just ain't lucky. She just didn't win, that's all. <laughs> then you'll have to buy her a new stove. Oh, yeah, Maybe Mom can bake another cake. No, no, no. She mustn't know about this. Hey, I got an idea. Come on. Where? Bernadine's Bakery. Let's go. We'll go on the bike. Only father on the handlebars. Honest, Mr. Riley, this angel food cake here is delicious. Yeah, but I told you I gotta have a chocolate cake. Oh, well, here. How about this one here? No, not a square one, a round one. Well, here's one. Here. No, the chocolate's too dark. Well, this here? It's too light. Well, then I don't think I have. Well, how about that one on the counter there? That, that looks just right. That's my hat. <laughs> I know. I, I mean the one next to it. Oh, this one here? Yeah. Well, it's kind of expensive. I don't care. That's just the kind I want. How much? Five dollars. I'll take it. Put it in the box. Have you got five bucks, Pop? Well, of course. Here, miss. Five dollars. Thank you. You see, Junior, I told you the five bucks I made on the base would come in handy. Here you are, Mr. Riley. Thanks. Uh, let's go, son. All we got to do is deliver the cake to the contest, and we're set. Pretty shrewd. Yeah, now, huh? Well, if you want my honest opinion... Never mind your honest opinion. I got enough trouble now. Let's go. <laughs> you have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Now the smart question, the smooth answer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. When bowlers bowl a spare or strike, that smoother taste is what they like. What'll you have? The answer's clear. Pour me a Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Prove it yourself with a three-way expert's test. One, your eyes are pleased with that Blue Ribbon clearness and sparkle. Two, your nose is teased with the aroma of Blue Ribbon hops. Three, your taste agrees. Finest beer served anywhere. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Now back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Oh, it, it's wonderful. It's simply wonderful. I, I still can't believe I won. 
I, I can't help feeling there's a mistake somewhere. Ah, no mistake. Though there's no doubt about it, Mrs. Riley, you won fair and square. Yep. <laughs> Our judges went wild about your cake. <laughs> well, I, I'm very grateful to your company, Mr. Quinn. My, such a lovely stove. It's got everything, and it's so simple to use. Yeah, well, it won't be so simple at first. Don't forget, on this stove, when you want to turn it on, you turn it on, and when you want to turn it off, you turn it off. <laughs> Might take you a little while to get used to the idea. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Well, you see, our old stove... Oh, now, if never you to... mind, never mind, Riley. Well, thank you again, Mr. Quinn. I, I'm really very grateful. On the contrary, we're very grateful to you, Mrs. Riley. We're going to use your recipe in our advertising. Oh, uh, <clears throat> by the way, how much did the ingredients for the cake cost you? Oh, round, uh... A dollar seventy-five for a beautiful cake like that. <laughs> Amazing. Do you know what that cake would cost you if you had to buy it in a bakery? Sure, five dollars. <laughs> Clive, you show me where you can get a cake like that for only five dollars. Well, sure, you just go over to Burn... Burn... Uh... Oh, you're absolutely right. Of course. <laughs> Oh, oh, yes, I, uh, I mustn't forget what I came for, the photograph. Photograph? Yes, for our ad. We're going to feature the cake, and naturally, we want the person who's responsible for it in the picture, too. Well, naturally. How about snapping me right in front of the stove here? Oh, Peg, why don't you shove your head in the oven like you're baking a cake? <laughs> Gillis, old pal. Oh, it's you, Rex. Did you see our new stove? I seen it, I seen it. That's all I heard is the new stove. Well, ain't you going to congratulate a fella? For what? That stove of yours is costing me 300 bucks. Well, what do you mean? Now that your wife has an electric stove, my nag wants one. She's <laughs> been hounding me all day, and she won't stop till she gets it. 300 bucks. There goes my new, brand new, second-handed car. Thanks to you. Well, yeah, but they're great stoves worth the money. Yeah, the way my wife cooks, I'll get hot from the new stove the way I got it from the old stove. Boy, are you lucky to have a clever wife like Peg. Believe me, you got more luck than brains. Oh, yeah, that's how much you know about it. Peg had nothing to do with that cake. Oh, tell me, you baked it? No, I bought it in Bernadine's bakery. You what? Yeah, wise guy. I smashed Peg's cake accidental, so I had to replace it. Cost me five bucks and I get a new $300 stove. So who's dumb now, huh? But, uh, Riley, um, that's uh, crooked, ain't it? <laughs> well, what could I do? I couldn't tell Peg. J just between you and me, what would you have done? The same thing you've done, only I wouldn't be dumb enough to tell anybody about it. <laughs> you big schmo! <laughs> Are you sure, Jimsy? Are you sure? Positive, honeybee, darling. Riley told me. He bought the cake at Bernadine's Bakery. Well, that's the most dishonest thing I ever heard. I always said you couldn't trust that peg. Oh, she had nothing to do with it. It was Riley. <laughs> you believe that? Don't make me laugh. I thought there was something fishy when she won. But chocolate cake ain't much. Not nearly as good as mine. No wonder I didn't get no prize. Competing against a professional like Bernadine. You just wait till the girls hear about this. Now, I got a better idea. I might even wind up with a stove after all. Who are you phoning, honeybee? Hello? 
Is this the Golden State Flower Company? Well, I'd like to speak to Mr. Quinn, please. What are you going to do? What do you think? No, 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 you can't. Oh, can't Oh, I? you mustn't. Hang up. Don't be silly. You can't do such a thing. They're our neighbors, our best friends. Some friends. Riley and me grew up together. Our kids play together. We wait together. You can't do this. Oh, shut up. Hello, Mr. Quinn. No, no, no. Hang up. Hold on a minute, please, Mr. Quinn. Timothy, you stop yelling, you hear me? I won't let you do this. Not to writing. He's my friend. When I was in the accident, he gave me a blood transfusion. His red corporals are keeping me alive. <laughs> hang up. Okay. But if I hang up, then you'll have to buy me a new stove. Well, what are you waiting for? Tell the man already. <laughs> oh, Mr. Quinn. the door. I'll see who it is, dear. I'm busy. Can't you see I'm polishing the new stove? Again? <laughs> That's all you've been doing. It's not a car, you know. Yes? Mrs. Riley? Oh, Mr. Quinn. Who is it, Peg? Well, hello. What brings you back here? More pictures? Uh, no. I've come for the stove. Oh, you've come for the stove. Well, I, I don't understand. Was there some mistake? A very serious one on your part. You obtained that stove through fraud, Mrs. Riley. Fraud? What, what do you mean? How can you say that? I never heard You did it. not bake that cake. It was bought at Bernadine's Bakery. Why, that's not true. What? Well, that's the mo- I baked that cake myself right here in this kitchen. Well, now, Mrs. Husband. Riley, we well, don't want you, to make trouble for you. Me. Just let us take the stove. I will not let you take the stove. Riley, tell him. Well, now, don't argue with him. Be a lady. If that's his attitude, let him take his stove. <laughs> I will not. I won that stove, and I'm going to keep it. Mrs. Riley, we have an affidavit from the proprietor of the bakery. What? She sold that cake to your husband. Riley? That's impossible. Well, why should he... Riley, are you going to let him stand there? Riley, where are you? Riley! Where'd he go to? Hey, Mom. Junior, did you see your father? Yeah, I just saw him climbing out the bathroom window. <laughs> All I ever face, Peggy, again. Oh, I'm so ashamed. I wish the earth would open up and swallow me. It could be arranged. <laughs> oh. Oh, it, it, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Dick Budel, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Greetings, Riley. I understand you ought to be congratulated. You're wrong, Digger. I did something so bad. Someone ought to lay me out. Then I'm to be congratulated. <laughs> what happened? You know about Peg's cake that won the contest? Yes, and you got the stew. Uh, they found out I bought the cake. Man alive, if you'll excuse the expression. <laughs> you didn't. Well, I had to. I, I was carrying Peg's cake in a box, and I dropped it. I make it a company policy never to drop boxes. <laughs> Oh, Riley, how could you do such a dishonest thing? I know I shouldn't have done it, but... Better mend your ways, Riley, or you'll wind up like a certain Otto von Grief, whose epitaph, according to legend, reads, Here lies a thief named Otto von Grief, who came from the Austrian Tyrol. He was so crooked that he couldn't lie flat. He was screwed into the ground in a spiral. 
figure. I can't face Peg. I just ran out of the house. Well, you must return at once. I can't. I just can't face her yet. I'm going to lay low for a couple of days. You know someplace I can hold up just temporary? The only place I could recommend is... If you want my advice, go home. Make a clean breast of it and take what's coming to you. Uh, maybe you're right. I, I guess I'll have to. Of course. As I said only yesterday at the weekly meeting of the undertakers, embalmers, and pallbearers cooking class. You made your bread. Now lie in it. Cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Junior. Pop, where were you? Shh, where's your mother? In the kitchen. What's she doing? Just sitting there. Sitting? Yeah. Just sitting and staring at the spot where the stove used to be. Oh. It's going to be awful for the poor woman, cooking dinner on hot stones. Who's that at the door, Junior? That's only me, Dumplin'. You stay here, Junior. Okay, Pop. Oh, you're back, are you? Well, go on. Why don't you say it? Say it. I deserve it. There's no excuse for what I did. Go on. Let me have it. Say it. I'm no good. I'm deceitful. I ain't honest. I ain't got an honest bone in my body. I couldn't tell the truth to save my life. I'm a fine example for my kids. Ever since I married you, I brought you nothing but trouble. I haven't got the brains of a flea. <laughs> and you never want to speak to me as long as you live. Say it. I'm not going to say any of those things. I must be in the wrong house. <laughs> well, there's no point in yelling at you. I, I guess you meant well. You really did it for me. I can understand when you dropped the cake. You just didn't think. Yeah, that's right. I, I didn't think. Uh, then you're not mad that you forgive me? Hmm. What else can I do? Oh, thank you. You're the most wonderful wife a guy could have. You're, you're so understanding. Only next time you get in a jam, don't try to lie your way out of it. Come and tell me. I'll understand. Oh, I will. I will. I swear it. I, I never realized you're so understanding. And I swear I'll never lie to you again. Oh, you always say no, that. No, but this time I mean it. And to prove this isn't just talk, you see that vase on the mantel? I told you I took it to the lamp shop. Well, I lied to you, Peg. I drilled a hole in it myself and cracked it to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Oh, no. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. It's just standing up on the mantle by a miracle. If you just touch it. Just... <laughs> hey, you see? I'm telling you the truth. Aren't you proud of me? Huh? Proud of you. Huh? You deliberately lied to me. Yeah, but Peggy, You're the most deceitful. You're just not honest. I know, but you, you just told me to... You couldn't tell the truth to save your life. Yeah, but a you just... A fine example for your kids. You, you haven't got an honest bone in your body. The one and since I married you, you brought yeah, nothing but trouble. But hey. you haven't got the brains of a You plea. told me... Don't to... talk to me. Hey. I never want to speak to you again as long as I live. Yeah, but... <laughs> Women. I give up. No matter what you do to them, they just don't appreciate it. The rallies will be back in just a moment. There goes the whistle, and you know what that means. Another big Saturday afternoon of football thrills. 
When your friends drop over to hear the game tomorrow, give them a real blue ribbon welcome. Open up some cold bottles of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. And when we say anywhere, we mean just that. Because more Pabst Blue Ribbon is exported to countries all over the world than any other American beer. So whether you're listening to the game at home or down at your favorite tavern, when somebody asks that world-famous question, what do you have? Give them the world's best answer. That smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon. But, Peg, I bought you a new stove. It cost me a fortune. What, what more do you want? Say you forgive me. Come on, please, Peg. All right, I forgive you. And you, you really didn't mean all those things you said about me. <gasps> of course not. Only you get me so mad sometimes. It won't happen again. From now on, I'll be an angel. I don't want you to be an angel. Just tell me the truth once in a while. I'll tell you the truth all the time. I swear it, Peg. And this time I mean it. And to prove I ain't just talking. You know last week when I... When you what? Oh, no, you ain't gonna trap me again. Oh. Let's see how good you are at football predictions. How does tomorrow's game between Purdue and UCLA look to you? Well, Mr. Wallington, I look for a lot of passing tomorrow and no kicking. A lot of passing and no kicking? Right. All of us radio fans will be passing the Pabst Blue Ribbon, and there'll be positively no kicking about that. Hmm. Well, what do I get for holding the ball for you on that play? Well, what do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What else? What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavor. Zest and sparkle, million flavor. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Script is by Alan Lipscott and Ruben Schiff. Music direction by Luke Coswell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. And Junior is Bobby Ellis. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. The Life of Riley was brought to you transcribed by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. See you next week. Jimmy Wallington speaks. This is Riley again. Bill Stearns next on NBC.